welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and transformational life coach, and I'm passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. And hey, while we're at it, If you haven't had a chance to leave a review for this podcast, I would so love it if you'd be willing to leave a review. That helps more people find the podcast. Or if you know someone that could use this podcast, just simply share the link. It's good karma. And thank you so much for helping me reach those that could use and benefit from this podcast. This is episode number 31, your personal life vision. Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast today. I'm so excited to connect with you. It's a beautiful morning. Got out this morning and walked in the mountains. The sun was peeking through, but there were still some clouds, which were nice because it's been awfully warm here in Utah. Yesterday, I think it hit 107. (laughs) I know it's not as hot as it is in some places, but it was pretty toasty. But it's beautiful this morning, and I'm so grateful to be here and connect with you. I love doing this podcast and hearing back from you. So thank you for tuning in. All right, today we're going to be talking about really your personal life vision and the importance of vision. You know, in Proverbs, it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. That's Proverbs 29, 18. When there's no vision, the people perish. We need vision to move forward and to live. So our lives have a blueprint. You know, when you built your home or someone built it, there was a blueprint. There was a plan for the structure. And the same is true for your life. I believe that God made all of us for a purpose. And we can choose to step into that purpose as our hearts are open. And those little seeds planted in our heart that, that drive us to do the things we do, let's not fight against them. I believe they're God seeds. It's our God DNA that we can follow and really step into our unique purpose. So Pastor John Jenkins shared an acronym. And you know, I love acronyms. (laughs) It helps my brain. And an acronym for vision. And I'd like to share that. So V in vision is visualize. The importance of visualizing. I want you to see the picture So God will plant a seed in your heart and your heart, like I said, is that GPS. So with that vision, there's no sense of purpose. You might be wandering around scattered without vision or purpose. I'm like, what's the next step? What am I even doing? But no one can do better than you at what God designed you to do. Seriously, he designed you for a reason and no one in the world can do it better than you. So having you know, that sense of vision and to be able to visualize is powerful. And that's really a mental practice. And that can get you closer to where you want to be in life and really can prepare you for success. So for instance, Nathan Sharansky, who was a computer specialist who spent nine years in prison in Russia after being accused of spying for the US. Well, he had a lot of experience with mental practices. While in solitary confinement, he played to himself mental chess, saying, I might as well use this opportunity to become the world champion. Well, remarkably, in 1996, Sharansky beat the world champion chess player and did did become that world champion. So many athletes 
also employ this technique of visualization, including Tiger Woods. Um, he used that really since his, his preteen years. And seasoned athletes use vivid, highly detailed images that run through their entire performance and they engage in all their senses with that mental rehearsal. In fact, um, world champion golfer Jack Nicholas has said, I never hit a shot, not even in practice, without having a very sharp, in focus picture of it in my head. And I'm sure you remember Muhammad Ali and how he used different mental practices to enhance his performance, such as affirmations, visualization, mental rehearsal, and self confirmation. In fact, he always said, I am the greatest, I'm number one. So visualize, see yourself doing the thing. I stands for internalize, okay? That's also seeing yourself embracing it. And when you internalize it, it becomes a part of you. It's like, it can't be separate from you. It's within you, it's your essence. This also really means feeling the emotions of what you're visualizing, okay? So as you visualize what you're doing, that creates power. But as you feel it, that is, that's like the powerhouse. It moves those images and thoughts into the subconscious when we tie in the emotions with the thoughts. And that our subconscious is really the powerhouse of our brain. It's 95% of our brain capacity. So I stands for internalize. When you create a vision, see it and internalize it. S stands for strategize, okay? So have a plan, sit down and write down every step. So in Proverbs, another wonderful proverb, 1415, it says that, the simple believes every word, but the prudent considers well his steps, okay? So I know that it's sometimes easy to get caught up in the big vision. At least I know I can get caught up in the big vision, and sometimes it's more difficult to break it down step by step, but that is what needs to be done. And just even asking yourself, what is the next right thing to do and break it down? So a prudent person gives consideration to what steps he or she needs to take. This is often what keeps most people from achieving what really God wants them to achieve because they don't take the time to do what's necessary to determine what steps you need to take. So come up with a strategy, keep working on it. Then if it doesn't work, try again. There's no such thing as failure. So simply finding a new way to do things or finding out ways that don't work. That's what failure is like, there's no such thing as failure. You just keep on trying. I love what Thomas Edison said when he speaks of failure. He said, there's no such thing. He says, I've gotten lots of results. I know several thousand things that don't work. So it's about um, tweaking, right? And going through things. I, I think I can relate to that. I think for some reason, I, I try things and I often have to figure out the way it doesn't work before I finally get it. So what has God planted in your heart? What vision has he given you? And what steps do you need to take today to make it happen? The Lord loves effort. We know this. Sometimes we, we just want him to give us everything without the effort. And you know, he doesn't work that way. <laughs> he might plant something in our hearts, but we have to step forward. And I found that when we step forward, you know, take one step, he takes two steps and helps us all along the way. So get a mindset that God has given me a mind. He's given me hands and feet and a brain, and I can do this. 
I don't have to wait for anyone and just take ownership of what you are creating. Right? Sometimes it's easy to place blame, like I can't do this. If, if only I'd have the support of this or them. Um, but it's much more empowering to, you know, take ownership and make a plan, be strategic and strategize what are the next steps in the plan. So we need a planner strategy. Moses had to come up with a strategy to lead the people out of Israel. It just didn't happen by happenstance. Everything that I've done, I've had to plan it. When I have a plan, I move forward. Without a plan, honestly, often I spin my wheels. I may get stuck. Okay, the next letter in vision is I. Okay, the next I is initiative. Make the plan and do something about it. Take initiative. So another story in the scriptures, Noah built the ark. He, he had to do it. It would have been so easy to say, can I hire this out? He didn't wait around for someone else to do it, even though it took him, what, 120 years? <laughs> Sometimes we don't ever get started because we think it's going to take too long. It might take one year or five years or more, but just start, okay? Have you ever noticed that when we take, like I said, one step forward, there God is, again, taking two steps. They're supporting us. And then the amazing thing is people start showing up in our lives to help us. He'll, he, God will be alongside with you, but doors will open. Money will come in from unexpected ways. Opportunities will present themselves. It's amazing to work in partnership with him, but we need to take the initiative. We need to show our efforts and show that we're willing to make the progress and put in the effort. And then I tell you, things start happening and the ball starts rolling. Okay, the next letter in vision is overcome. Oh, for overcome. Anything worth having, you're going to go through obstacles that you'll need to overcome, right? Isn't that the truth? When you learn to fly, you're going to deal with the turbulence. There are some bumps and challenges and issues that. We need to learn to overcome, but don't let those challenges weigh you down and make you quit. Honestly, I think the closer that you get to your destiny, the bumpier the road gets. Often when I'm facing a great deal of opposition, I say to myself, I must be doing something pretty powerful. This must be really important because I'm facing a lot of opposition. And I usually see that. So I think that means that we're getting closer and closer to our destiny. We're going to have that opposition. You know, we're all on a hero's journey. And I love the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell speaks of. And there are obstacles in the hero journey. We get a call. We get that, you know, that initiative. We, we get that feeling to go forward to do something that's planted in our hearts. We then usually get a mentor, someone that will help coach us through and walk us through, someone that has walked something similar that can hold our hand. But then comes the obstacles and the bumps and the trials and the tribulations. And at that point, it's, it's easy to say, I can't do this or I give up. No, that's not the hero's journey. The hero's journey is you work through those obstacles. Keep going. You're going to hit rock bottom somewhere. But then now you're on the, the other side and you're going forward to move forward in that hero's journey and to be able to, be able to accomplish it. So keep pushing forward and overcome obstacles. A setback is simply a setup for your comeback. 
okay? <laughs> Let me say that again. A setback is simply a setup for your comeback, okay? Don't quit. We're all on that hero's journey. So there's a great quote going around and I love it. It says, be the kind of woman who when your feet hit the floor in the morning, the devil says, oh no, she's up. <laughs> yeah, you've got determination. You're gonna overcome it, right? Martin Luther King Jr. said, if you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but keep moving forward. Keep pushing and overcoming obstacles. All right, the next letter in vision is N, and that stands for necessitate. A necessity or burden has been placed upon you. Your vision has something to do with a burden or passion that you have. So several years ago, when I was working through my own healing and received the inspiration of the seven steps of vibrant living, the tree and the pathway to healing by nourishing your four roots, your body, heart, mind, and spirit, your trunk, setting up systems and structures in your life, the branches discovering and living your purpose and passion and the fruit, sharing your gifts and talents with the world. I was in quiet meditation. And one morning I heard the words as clearly as I'm stating them here to you. We need to take this to the world and we don't have a lot of time. I heard it. I heard God's voice. You know, I see what has been happening in the world in the past seven years since I received that. The world is in need of healing and there is a pathway. Those words have weighed on my heart and soul. I haven't always known how to get my message to the world, but I keep trying. I'll never give up because of the necessity or burden that has been placed upon me. And it's a passion. And I will keep using my voice. In 1 Corinthians 9, 16, Paul says, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. He is saying that he can't not preach. He has had the burden laid upon him and can't help but do it. We know the experience that Paul had. You know, when we have those types of experiences, you're a changed person. You can't go back to the person you were. And um, like he said, that he has this necessity. It was And as for necessity is laid upon him. Woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. So there's something that God's want, God wants you to do. What is it? Quite your mind. Find that out. So I wanted to talk to you about your personal life vision. We talked about just the vision and the importance of having vision. Um, and what is that number I? Internalizing it, strategizing it. I'm taking initiative, overcoming obstacles, and the necessity of it. But what is your own personal life vision? So I've been doing something for several years, and it's called just like the circle of life. We call it vibrant living circle of life. And I usually revisit it. Um, I'm going to share with you. These aren't all of the things, but these are some categories that I just I just did recently, this past week, actually. And as I was revisiting my own personal life vision. And so I wrote that out the categories of physical, physically, you know, spiritual, mental, relational, financial, professional, personal. What is my vision and what do I feel in my heart really as my future self? So kind of writing those 
I'm picturing myself physically in my ideal future state, state as my future self and just writing it out, okay? Getting clear about what that is. As I did that, it, was, it, it brought clarity of what I want in each of those areas, okay? So I want you to ask, well, I wanna ask you, what is your success criteria? How do you know if you're being successful? Sometimes we just set random goals. Oh, I want to do this and that and that. And they might not, they might be random and not even connected to our personal vision. So that's why I want you to get clear about what is that personal vision? Checking in with your heart too, you know, what is the seed that's been planted in your heart and aligning that with that personal vision. So that's another thing I did this week. I've been busy doing some personal work and that is, I wrote 10 things out answering the question, I know I'm being successful when? That's a really interesting statement, okay? And um, in fact, my husband loves this book, um, how, do you, how You Measure Your Life. I think that's what it's called, How We Measure Our Life. Um, I, uh, I can't think of his first name, Clayton. It was a Harvard professor who since um, passed away. How You Measure Your Life. In fact, he bought those books and gave them to all of my children. But it's kind of the same idea of getting clear ahead of time. He talked about in that book about, um, he's an attorney and it was a professor and things. He said he had, you know, classmates that didn't plan, well, didn't think they planned on going to prison, maybe did some illegal things or practices, but that's what happened in their life. You know, people don't plan on you know, these negative events happening, but that's what did happen and how we create our lives. So it's the same thing as getting the vision of your future self of what you want to create in your life ahead of time, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, relationally, what do you want to have happen financially, professionally, personally. So, so those are some of the areas. So I'd encourage you to come up with your personal success criteria. Answer that question. I know I'm being successful when, and it's not so much about doing, if I'm doing all these things, but it's about being becoming when I become that person, start laying that vision. And then another powerful thing to do once you've written that out is um, to record it. So I wrote all those things out. And then I've recorded my life vision before and I wrote it out in great detail. In fact, it's usually like 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> and I decided that's often too long. I, my goal and word this year is to simplify, simplify everything I'm doing in my home, in my routines, in my business. And so my life vision, it went from about, you know, 20 to 30 minutes to down to seven minutes. <laughs> and I concisely, then when I listen to it, I like double speed it because that's just what I do when I listen to things. Um, but I recorded it on my voice memo on my phone. And then I play Baroque music in the background. And that helps go into, it helps as far as getting that into your subconscious, the brain, the waves of the music, that's supposed to help get it into your subconscious. So then you can actually write that. So I wrote my life, pers my personal life vision in each of those categories. Then I wrote 10 things about how I know I'm being successful. And it's personal to me. It may be different for you, you know, but just brainstorm. How do you know if you're being successful? You know, I'm going to read just a few of mine to get your mind rolling. One is, 
I know I'm being successful. If I'm having fun in everything I'm doing, if I'm having fun in the, my relationships, at home, in my business, I think I've shared that with you. That's like a big criteria for me. I love to have fun and I want to bring fun into everything I'm creating. I know I'm being successful if I have balance between my personal self-care, those four roots, right? Taking care of my body, my heart, my mind and spirit. If I have balance between that in my and also my relationships, my family relationships, and also in my service and coaching and business. That's the, those three areas on my plate that I talked about last time. I know I'm being successful when I have balance in those things. Um, I have many other things that I've written down, 10 actually, but I'm going to say, I'll just share with those two, but go ahead and say, how do you know that you're being successful and then have it aligned with what your personal vision is. I hope this has been helpful today. I love to share with you things that I'm working on that I think that might be beneficial to you. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. We've got two birthdays coming up. My two daughters, Friday and Saturday, my little Lexi um, is turning six. The, the, our youngest, that, um, well, she's such as we are, and Gabriella is turning 13, a teenager on Friday. So lots of special things in our family coming up. But thank you, everyone. I love you. Have a beautiful week, and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye.